Um, this is Taigu speaking from Tree Leaf. Some of you asked what to do if Zazen becomes too painful. Now it's important to remember that Zazen is not an ascetic practice. Zazen is not supposed to hurt. It's a joyful, dynamic, living stillness. Therefore, please, by all means, if it hurts too much, you may change the position of the legs, you do gasho, and carry on with Zazen. With time and patience, the pain will fade away. Your body will adjust to this wonderful expression which is sitting and you will be able to sit almost effortlessly. Some people also asked about what to do when one feels sleepy. Now, two opposite states may happen. One is a state of intense restlessness, thoughts whirling around like a really stormy sky, body aching, willing to go, what am I doing here, I don't want to sit here, am I stupid or what, what is this stupid practice, that kind of thing. Or it might be your favorite mental video. I don't know, it could be what you like doing, if you are into bikes, or if you like traveling, or it can be your memory, or it can be anything, food, sex, whatever. We have lots of ways of entertaining ourselves. That state tends to be the state of westerners sitting. Japanese tend to sleep. You just have to look at them when you are in Japan, in the tube, in the trains, as soon as they sit, they poof, they've got a wonderful ability to collapse into great oblivion. What they are actually what they're doing is they try to catch up with pockets of sleeps here and there because they sleep very little. Anyway, if you are sleepy, you may use the techniques I described and they are taught by Keiza. But again, I think the best way is to stand up, do a bit of kinin, and come back. And when you catch yourself at being really sleepy, you repeat the procedure. And what is likely to happen is that you are going through a patch of feeling sleepy, and then at one point you will get out of it. It's like a cycle in the brain and in the body. And then you can just resume sitting normally. It is very important to 
to just put your attention in the palm of the left hand. It's very, very interesting because that teaching exists in, in Dogen and it's also uh, in Kaiser, recommendation for sitting, and hardly anybody speaks about it in the West. It's much more natural than artificially focusing on breathing, following the breath, or just even pushing hard on the hara. Now I would like to to say a few things about non-doing, undoing, not doing. In my very limited experience, traveling through different phases in my life, meeting different people, having different experiences in the Zen world, I met extremely fixed and strong people. I met almost military-like people. And I believe that the reason why they ended up like that is because of their practice style. There is a way to see it as then. When you think that actually you have to do this <coughs> and really, really fix it. Doing this, keeping the spine straight with the idea that you have of what is straight, you create a huge amount of unnecessary tensions, which will translate later into pain, stress, and maybe would lead to physical problems. One can find such issues too in practice of an instrument, a musical instrument. Some pianists, flautists, violinists develop injuries through mispractice. And I think that there's a way to mispractice Dazen. Of course, Dazen is always Dazen. But if it's too much of you and your beliefs, your bad habits, then it really hurts. Why don't you leave Zazen to Zazen? Why don't you leave Buddha to Buddha? And the way to do it is to allow the spine to grow, not to push down or up, but to allow it to open. And in order to do so, to allow it to open, one has to simply give the direction up, up and forward, forward and up, but not to do it, stop doing it. Because as soon as you stop, you inhibit, the undoing takes place by itself, and the natural process of going up will happen, and you have no control whatsoever on it. So that upright is a different upright from the military, you know, very proud and extremely rigid. It is a dynamic, organic process.
in which, in that stillness, the body moves. The body constantly moves. The organs move, of course, but even the arms, the muscles, the joints. It's a just very subtle equilibrium balance and it expands. That teaching, I think, is extremely important. Of course, you may think that a quick fix, for instance, putting the chin in, <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> will do the trick. Well, no. You will end up with huge problem in the back. I did, and you may also have them. Just the pull of the chin in is the wrong instruction. Now, of course, you may end up somewhere there, but not because you consciously put it in, but because you allow the spine and the head and the skull to be organically alive and to balance each other. Very different thought, very different practice. I know people are very keen on finding tricks and tips to sit better. And there are such tricks. These are very helpful when I sit, for instance. But when it comes to upright sitting, there is no trick. Just undoing and allowing the vertical sitting to take place. Thank you for your patience. Next week we'll look into sitting further. Have a great week. Bye-bye.